When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This show is brought to you in association with Labbooks. Just click the link on the description to the show. Sign up and get a free bet up to £50 when you enter the promo code LAD50. Go on. Do it. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. Nice to be back after quite a long... Uh, we, we took an international break uh, while uh, our better podcasters went and represented our country playing other podcasts from uh, Belarus. Um, but we're back. And in fact, we didn't uh, do... We, so there's two games to talk about because we didn't do one the week before that. So quite a lot to talk about. With me to talk about them uh, from The Guardian, it's Jacob Steinberg. Hello. And back again for a lot, a long time, after a long time, Jim. I'm not sure you might have done it last season. It's last season. Indeed, former yeah. editor of uh, The Sun Online. Yes. Freelancing now. Freelancer. Yes. Freelancer. WWE writing. Yes. Actually, Ch- change one bunch of talents for another. Jim Munro. Jim <laughs> Munro's with us. Um, so, so, so we've gone from, uh, for, for, for the, the Guardian to, <laughs> to The Sun in one sweep of, uh, uh, f- football of analysis. Is the word you're looking for. Yeah. Um, and actually, we had the last one we did, uh, we had one of your colleagues, uh, Jacob. We had Brian Williams from The oh, Guardian, yeah. who obviously yeah. isn't your colleague because he's in the financial section. Isn't I he? think that's where he is. Writes yeah. about money. No, he's written stuff. a book, hasn't but he? But he's written a book. Yeah, really nice guy actually, really nice guy, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, I, uh, the book's good as well. Nice, you know, essays on mm. the condition of supporting West Ham. Uh, very nice, I recommend it. Nearly reached the sky, it's called, and I'm very much enjoying it at the moment. So we have got the Sunderland game to talk about, right. uh, the international break to ignore, <laughs> and well, actually, the what. What, what do we what do we make of uh, England went through 10, 10 wins yeah. uh, quite good very good I thought that was good quite a lot of you know the, there's quite a lot of sort of quite a lot of moaning about going <laughs> oh yeah well they're all easy teams weren't they? yeah they'll be screwed in the tournament oh, I hate them Hodgson's rubbish about a team that's just won every single one of its yeah. uh, qualifying fixtures what do we what do we what, what are our views on that. Uh, they had one of the easiest groups yes, that they uh, possibly could have got. Um, yeah. I don't know if they could have ended up in Holland's group, for example. Uh, if you switched those two around, it might have been harder. Yeah, uh, Holland may well have been going to the Euros. 
Instead, yes. they're in a group with Iceland, Czech Republic, and Turkey, who yeah. are all good sides. Whereas good. England were with Lithuania, Estonia, yeah. uh, the San Marino, yes. as well. So yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't like Roy much. Roy Hodgson. It seemed, I suppose you know in a That's way that he's, he's been you know he's he's been at many clubs as we know, and he's yeah. uh, he's done it in several countries as well. So. Uh, it's just because he's not a sort of happy-go-lucky type character. Yeah. He can look like your, your grandmother on a wet weekend sometimes. Yes, yeah. but he's a bit uh, dull, he's, he? You know, we've done the job. Like, well, it's not what we expected. I mean, as you say, there'd have been a lot more moaning had we not uh, yeah. pulled off a result in every match and tried out a few new players. Some, some have been more successful than others. Um, but what you would like to think is that he has got a set plan for where we're going in the actual finals themselves. I sort of thought, you know, the last the World Cup, that last tournament, that it felt to me at least that he might have been the first manager we've had for a long time that sort of set out a game plan taking into account that our players are not very good. Mm. You know, it felt like the first manager that really sort yeah. of did that. Or perhaps a, can't play to different systems when they're asked to. Yeah, yeah. You know, because ultimately it's it's sort of it's kind of not the manager's fault. It's our it's it's the sort of culture in this kind of country where it's like we don't you know our flair we don't have flair. Players. I see what you're doing just, here, Phil. You see, West Ham are playing so well at the moment. Well, everything's so positive. You thought, how can I start this off on a negative like we're used to? Yeah, like talk about England. Let's but, bring them down to England's level. But in fact, as I say this, I sort of think I, I kind of think that. Uh, um, we don't have like those sort of technically gifted players, and, mm. and on the way on the tube here, I was sort of thinking that kind of the good thing about Lanzini, uh, who we'll talk about no doubt, is yeah. that he is he's like a technical player. Mm. Um, you know, it's like sort of uh, you know Santi Cazorla or, or, or Oscar or Hazard, or, and, and you know Paye is that way as well. Yeah. They're kind of technically good players that help you to keep the ball, aren't mm. they? And, and they're those sort of players that are a bit missing out of kind of haven't really been cultivated in the English setup. There's yeah. a lot of you know a lot of weight of expectation on Jack Wilshere's injured <laughs> shoulders. Wheelchair. You never really kind of you've seen him play for yeah. a start. But you know when he's heralded as in a way this kind of this generation sort of Joe Cole. Yeah. Type. Well, that's the difference yeah. between club football and international football. For we, we can't change England overnight. But Slavin Bilic can change West Ham overnight, yeah, and yeah. that's that, that's the difference. And it, and what a good job he's been doing so far. Yes. So should we? Um, uh, I suppose. We, I mean, we could sort of just talk about both games, really. Um, mm. The uh, the one in most recent memory was the Palace game, uh, which uh, uh, was um, which was very good. Did you go? No, I no. was at Chelsea. Ah, you were at Chelsea. Yes. 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 yes scouting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very good. Uh, were you covering the Chelsea game? I was. Yes. Did you go to the Mourinho press conference? Uh, I did. Yes. Uh, which you, well, I mean, they're playing at the moment as we, well, uh, more or less as we record. Yes. So he's actually brought back Hazard for for this game, right? Uh, yeah. Tonight against Dimo Kiev, mm. and whereas on Saturday he was issuing quite a strong message towards him about the need to work harder. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I I do kind of worry that. The, the the Chelsea game on Saturday will be the one where typically they get it all together. Yeah, yeah. It'll be very West Ham. Well, historically, Mourinho and Chelsea never been good news for us. No, is it? no. West Ham have never beaten Mourinho. No. Then no. again, they've never won at Anfield. And no, 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 absolutely. So these things do come to an end. Um, 
Yeah, he's got this this new criticising his players in public. That's the new Mourinho tactic. Yes. Publicly <laughs> criticise your players. It's Matic, Ivanovic. Uh, uh, yeah, all these players have been getting yeah. in the neck. Yeah, um, yeah. So we'll see how they do tonight, obviously. Con- yeah. Concert but, at the moment. Well, he's the one who decided they only needed 13 uh, training sessions before the start of the season. And yeah. he's moaning they're not fit when they start the season. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, the confidence goes because they've not been picking up the results they expected to. Strange, isn't it? And then they got absolutely slaughtered when they came to the bowling ground. Yeah, yeah. Well, wouldn't that be great? There was that excellent game uh, a couple of seasons ago where uh, uh, D'Army made the big difference when he came on at halftime. We beat them 3-0. Mm. Um, Maiga scored the third, I think. Yes, he did, yeah. Um, um, and uh, D'Army and Cole, Colton Cole. Yes, Colton Cole, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, and Ivanovic is such an awful player, isn't he? Well, he won't be there on Saturday. He's injured, isn't He's he? injured, yeah, yeah. so... I mean, I was at their game on, as I said, on, on Saturday and they, they played Barbara Rahman at left back and he looked dodgy in the extreme. He's right. actually been dropped for this game tonight in Kiev uh, yeah. and they're playing Zuma at right back. So I'd be again, to see not Jenko a, uh, taking them on, sprinting yeah. down the right well, hand yeah, side. Well, yeah, because I think Aspilicueta would probably move back to the left. Mm. Um, He's got a bit of confidence about him now, Jenko. Two goals yeah, yeah. in two games. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> responsible as well for two goals yeah. at the other yeah, end. That's right, yeah. But he did when uh, when we scored the uh, the second on Saturday. He actually was um, he sunk down on his haunches and was really celebrating. I right. thought, you know, for an Arsenal lad, because let's face yeah, it, he's yeah. still very much an Arsenal lad. It, he's he's buying this whole West Ham uh, yeah. dream. He, he looks yeah. very much part of the team, and you almost forget he's on loan. He's, yeah, uh, the way yeah, he chats yeah. about his teammates and everything. Yeah, well, he was kind of he was uh, you know more or less an ever present last season, wasn't mm. he? So he's sort of uh, he's played a lot of games for us yeah. now. He's played a lot of games than people that we sign and then <laughs> let go. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a sort of a fixture, um, and it was. Um, you know, it was a good game at the Palace. I mean, obviously, the sending off made a big well, difference. Well, they were quite similar, weren't they? Because obviously, yeah. Sunderland um, as well. You know, we're, we're trying to get that goal. Um, I think what the, the nice thing was, uh, I wasn't at the game on uh, Saturday. I was relying on mm. Dodgio Streamio on the oh, internet, yeah, yeah. which failed towards the end. So checking things out on Twitter and all the various mediums that you can, and every West Ham fan just saying the same thing, don't do this to me, West Ham, come on, get that goal. Yeah. But they did persist. I mean, people were saying, why has he brought on Yelovich and Carroll and they're just playing this long ball? It worked. Yeah. Carroll yeah. knocked the ball down, Lanzini scored. Now, it took time, but it did work. Yeah. Um, and we scored something like five goals in the last 10 minutes of matches. Because the team it persists. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. give up. It doesn't after like... How many times have we seen West Ham in stoppage time the last few minutes of a game and you go, well, they'll maybe get a corner and yeah. we're not going to get it in their half for the last few minutes. It's, it's not, yeah. not been like that. If you, if, you, if you look back at Allardyce's four years or whatever, there were very few goals in the last... Mm. Five no. minutes or so. I mean, yeah. you, you, it's very hard to think of too many games which were one or drawn. Respect the point, lad. Respect the point. Well, yeah. yeah. Or but even then, if they if they were trying to get the very respect <laughs> respectable point, they actually. I would I would think back to that Nolan equaliser yeah. against Sunderland, yeah. the volley in yeah. the ninety third minute. But yeah. there were very few uh, goals in the last minute. So you kind of knew once it got into the last ten minutes, this was kind of done. That was it. Yeah. Um, well, there was you know the, in the, for the Sunderland game on the kind of Facebook group, there was a bit of sort of live posting, and people were. There's been a very sort of you know because it has been a kind of patchy opening to the season, the kind of brilliant win at Arsenal, followed mm. by the two sort of you know uh, disappointing horror shows. yeah horror shows at Upton Park. So. But the kind of the you know the graph of ups and downs has read like a kind of Himalayan mountain range, there, and there were people 
writing the game off when the second goal from Sunderland went in, going, we have yeah. lost this game, this is just typical, this is disaster, Billich doesn't know what he's doing, he's an idiot. Mm. And I was sort of thinking, but we play better. At the moment, we play better in the second half of games. I think we'll score. And, and, yeah. and you know, for me, again, not wishing to, though we probably will talk about him a bit later because he's got his book out. Uh, you don't want to just constantly go back to Allardyce. But I think yeah. his don't concede clean sheets clean sheets philosophy meant that heads really went yeah. down if a team scored against us well, and went ahead if they went ahead by two goals for our, for, for everything Allardyce has drilled into the players yeah. they're going to be well we haven't I mean that's it we haven't met the game plan you know mm. we no, don't concede clean sheet everything's fucked now you know and it's a sort of you, you know under Pardew it always felt that when the other team scored you thought it's alright mm. we'll, we'll score we'll score well, if you look at it, I mean, goals conceded, we have conceded quite a few goals. Teams mm-hmm. like Stoke have conceded fewer than us. There's, there's quite a few teams at the bottom half of the table yeah. conceded fewer goals. But we scored a we're, we're scoring the goals. Yeah, yeah. That's the difference. And this, you know, this, I hate that expression, the West Ham way. We all do. But, you know, I, I was brought up in a period when we, there's a lot of relegations, a lot of 4-3 results, but you knew there was a chance you could win because at least you were still pushing forward. That's right, They yeah, could score yeah. some goals, and it, yeah. it's been working so far this season. Yeah. Defensively, we need to do more. Going forward, it's just been a joy to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lanzini, excellent performance again. He's yeah. really, you know, he and Pae are the kind of mm. uh, they're the they're the big difference, aren't they? I didn't I didn't um, again? I didn't see the full um, uh, Palace game. Yeah. The, um, and I saw quite a bit, maybe the second half of the Sunderland game. But even the Norwich game, Moses hadn't met the kind of highs of his Newcastle debut. Mm. Uh, the, his his performance against Newcastle was a fantastic debut. And yeah, it, just, it, it does kind of flit in and flit out a bit, doesn't he? Um, and I, 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 I haven't made up my mind yet whether it's because is his attitude fully in with playing for West Ham in that he knows he's going to go back to Chelsea eventually? Yeah. Is he just trying to fit in with... He's got to face it, has got quite a lot of mercurial players around him. I mean, yeah. Payet and Lanzini... You're not quite sure what they're going to do next, no, um, no. and which is the the beauty of seeing the two of them in action. Um, having said that, Lanzini, Sacco, and Payet seem to be on the same wavelength. Yeah, and they yeah. do know what each other are doing, and that's what's catching teams out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and particularly when you've got Lanzini's quite small and he's agile, and he's very difficult. He's quite strong on the ball. If you notice, yeah, people yeah, are yeah. trying to knock him off the ball, and they can't do it. The little jewel. The little jewel. So yeah, it's 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 quite a nice mix. I want. The little jewel is a. It's, it's a slightly. Do you think it is because he was small? Do you think the coaches, the coaches were going, "You're, you're the pretty one, <laughs> Carlos Antonio. You two go home, have a shower, go home, stay with me, little jewel." Come. Um, it's, a, it's an odd nickname, um, but he's fantastic, isn't he? And mm. I think, I mean, Billich. Because he's very he's young and he's been playing yeah. in the UAE and I don't know what the you know the yeah. standard is out there really. But uh, it's been an odd one because it the, didn't work the, out from out there. No, so that's right. Fifteen odd matches and they were quite happy to see him join us uh, yeah. on loan, obviously with a view to a, the, a purchase. It was interesting. You sort of thought he'll he'll be one for the future probably, but mm. Bilic put him straight in, played in a lot of the friendlies, didn't he? And, and uh, well, how many people kind of have we seen come in. into the Premier League who it takes them a year to settle down? 
Yeah. I mean, he's so young, and he's just—you'd think he'd been playing for a couple of seasons, and he just made his way mm. up through the through the youth team or something. Or well, shouldering, lovering off the ball in the <laughs> Liverpool game, and then pushing the linesman over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you go, this kid's great. I mean, you know, he he really could if if he maintains this standard, mm. he could be an absolute cult hero here. I mean, he's yeah. really because as you say, he's kind of for a tiddler, and he is small. He's five six, mm. five six. Mm. Um, you know, he'll go shoulder to shoulder with anyone. For yeah. Ball, but, but it was a brave finish as well, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Six foot four defender throwing himself in front of the ball as well yeah. and sort of banged it in, didn't there, he? There yeah. a, yeah. I like great... the celebration as well with Carol kind of yeah. hugging him and everything. Yeah, yeah. trying to see the bit of a bond there as well. Yeah. He's well liked within the squad. There is a yeah. great picture of that goal from Saturday. I can't remember which paper it was in, but Lanzini's the only one on his feet. You've got two defenders flat, there are Yelovich's on his back, the keeper's diving, and Lanzini's the tallest man there, banging the ball in the back of the net. Yeah, yeah, one of the goals earlier this season, he just, his feet were quick enough to avoid the, the slide in. Liverpool. Yeah, the Liverpool, Liverpool game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, other goal, the yeah. first goal, wasn't it, the opening yeah. goal. And it's, it's, you know, he's got a, he's got a ball-sized window of opportunity to squeeze it into the net, and he does it, he does it. And it is those... Those technical players that keep the ball, mm. you know, keep the ball alive, keep moving forward. Which, if you're playing that sort of counter-attacking football, yeah. your counter-attacks can't just go for nothing. They have to be yeah. quick of thought as well as quick of movement. Well, what I've know. loved particularly this season is um, you had the feeling with Di Canio when he got the ball. You weren't quite sure. I know it's a cliche, but you weren't quite sure what he was going to do with it. Yeah, a lot of our players over the last few seasons, you, you know exactly what they're going to do with it. Either trip over it or you know, yeah, it's going to go yeah. wrong somewhere eventually. With these guys, with Pyatt and Lanzini particularly, um, and Sacco's still got his moments as well. Absolutely, I mean, Sacco's yeah, looking yeah. very lively still. Um, you, you're just not quite sure where they're going to go with it. And it just that's what breeds your excitement. That's what gets your heart pumping as a football yeah. fan. Yeah, um, yeah. And I've just, just loved seeing that. Just loved it. Yeah, it's really good. I know um, we're disappointed at home, but, you know, this, this is early days. I think yeah. the, the amount of time that Slavin Bilic has been at the helm, and he was, he was clever with his Europa League games, because it was like, oh, Julian, you take charge of that one. Actually, yeah. Kevin, you're captain there and take some of the younger lads. And uh, you know, So it wasn't saying, oh, right, I'm hands-on from this point. It's like, wait until the Arsenal game. Yeah. And we all laughed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Then yeah. the Arsenal game came around and I sat in the stand for about an hour after the game, gobsmacked. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I think, you know, I almost only left a couple of days ago because I just <laughs> couldn't believe what I've witnessed. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic, wasn't it? Mm. Uh, um, yeah, fantastic sort of counter-attacking football. Mm. Um, yeah, it has. I mean, it, you know, it has taken a while. That was that that that. I think we've said it before on this podcast, but the Europa League campaign with a with a with a new manager, mm. a lot of new players. I think it just had to. Yeah, we just had to sacrifice that really to to have a strong start in the league. And it was a case of see what happens. Yeah, and if you yeah. if you get and injuries as well, it's like a, you yeah. know a lot of people were sort of talking about those two games, the mm. the final Europa League game and the Arsenal game, as if the resting players came about with a choice of a kind of full fit squad, but it didn't. You no. know, there's like injuries. People miss Valencia yeah. was missing. Yeah, uh, you song, know, yeah, song not signed yet. Song not signed. Carol you out. know. Carol out so so you know he's about he's, seven players suspended as well yeah mm. that's right the suspensions so he's <laughs> really a cracking stuff yeah <laughs> so he's got a you know I mean I think he did exactly the right thing I think yeah. we just had to you know we just had to wave goodbye to that that yeah. league and it doesn't do you any favours anyway but no. you know 
Uh, and there have been people sort of, you know, pointing out as if it's some kind of irony going, uh, oh, yeah, hoping we get in the Europa League now. Well, we were in it and we couldn't be asked to do it. And you were like, well, you know, we'll be in a better position with a manager who's been at the club for a year yeah. and a kind of settled bunch of players if we get mm. into it again. I mean, it's, you know... Um, so it was perfectly, it was perfectly acceptable to kind of let that go. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. Um, you mentioned Valencia there. He scored last night um, uh, against Wolves. Yeah, at Rush Green and looked very nippy. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, we've got to replace Victor Moses on Saturday. Yeah. So there's there's the lad Antonio we got from Forest who's not moaned on Twitter, but he was sort of saying, "Well, I'm fit. I'm just not being selected at the yeah, moment." He's obviously yeah. he's waiting for his chance. He didn't yeah. even get on the bench on Saturday, did he? No, no. Um, so it's a question of who's going to come in for no, that. He's only played about twenty. He that. played the last twenty minutes against um, yeah. against City, didn't he? Yeah, I yeah. think he would be a little bit disappointed if you have been signed like that, and then <laughs> the guy who's been injured for three months with a knee injury Stole gets straight on the bench. Just go straight back and, in. Um, yeah, yeah. Zarate and Jelovic as well ahead yeah. of him. Yeah, yeah. Well, those guys are, you know, some of them are, go- you know, they'll want game time, won't they? But, yeah. uh, uh, you know, we'll probably have to accept that it's kind of rotating sort of squad system mm. like happens in the big teams. Yeah. Um, you know, I... That's well, mentality we've all got to get used to, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you well, look, yeah. You, look yeah. At, you look at West Ham benches in the past and we're like, well, if we're losing 2-0, forget it. Nothing's going to happen here. Now you look at our benches and you think... There's a few boys on there could uh, change their well, you know, yeah. Yelovich and Carroll come yeah. on on Saturday. Yeah. Zarate as well. New way of play. Yeah, I know. I've almost for, forgotten I mean, about I'm not Zerate. a big fan of Zarate, but he, you know, he put in the cross for... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Zarate a lot, and I think, I think you know, he's... Uh, because he's got the... Because he's got the skills in the build-up play, but also he has the finish. Yeah. You know, I could see him being on the bench every week at least and, and possibly coming on at the end because he's he's got the finishing as well as the kind of yeah. you know he's Agent got Zerati got QPR relegated yeah <laughs> with a yeah, big yeah. grin on his face on the substitutes bench as he was doing it yeah yeah good for him <laughs> good for him um, no I like him um, yeah absolutely but uh, Valencia was uh, actually in that sort of mm. kind of boring the run-in that started before Christmas Mm. Where, where we, you know, did the kind of coming down with the decorations type thing last season. The whole game, for example, the 3-0 was one of the only kind of highlights of that. He was great in it, and he was great in the really shit first half, as well as the second half, yeah, which yeah. I think he scored one of the goals, didn't he, in that? No. He didn't score. But he was a thorn, <laughs> he was fantastic in that game, and yeah. a real thorn in their side. And was, uh, well, what's great here is we're talking about players here who, who've obviously not been actively involved well Zerati did score against Arsenal but obviously he's had a little injury period we're talking about our strength in depth here yeah, we're talking yeah. about players coming back definitely in. yeah yeah when did we last have conversations mm. like this during the season well and also I mean they're, they're they're the people who might make goals happen you know mm. part of part of what we had last season uh, and probably the season before as you saw if we were sort of chasing the game Allardyce would often bring on Cole um, yeah. you're going that's not the problem another striker isn't going to get you the Cole because what's yeah. happening is we're not creating any chances to score goals so yeah. another striker up front is completely pointless and, mm. and there were occasionally slightly more playmakery people on the bench yeah. when he brought Cole on and I don't know if he's just thinking yeah. long ball you know yeah, long yeah. ball I'll, I'll have Carroll join I'll have Cole join Carroll up front, so we've got two Just giants. battering rams yeah. up there. And uh, it more or less uniformly didn't really work. We've no. also got the situation as well where you've got one of the big summer signings who's not played that much, Pedro Obiang, 
mm. in Central yeah. Field. And I think he, he started against City, didn't he? Because Kiate was injured, but then he was out yeah. the next week against um, against Norwich. Came on after an hour. So he's not really played. Another no. one who's not played. Came here with quite a big reputation from yeah. Sampdoria, having done well in yeah. Serie A. So you can see there's a lot of... A competition throughout mm-hmm. the squad yeah. and then the uh, other one who's not played as well is Alex Song yeah, yeah. Still who's coming who's going to be yeah. back in a few weeks <laughs> who'd like so, to think that he's going to play well yeah <laughs> signing from Barcelona you would <laughs> yeah, yeah. think that yeah. so you well, have players a- who are going to be you know even some in midfield you've got four mm. in central midfield you've got four players there mm. yeah. who are all going to be gunning for that for two spots you would imagine yeah and you know someone's going to have to be disappointed Mark Noble possibly well Noble is Noble seems to be the kind of lowest hanging fruit doesn't he when it comes to kind of being dropped but then he's been that for years I I remember I remember kind of right you know sort of writing one of those uh, one of the sort of things that I do on this podcast at the beginning of the championship season and it was like a kind of one of those players emails yeah. And it was about him not realising that uh, the arrival of Nolan means he's not going to play. So mm. kind of going, oh, I'm really looking forward to the midfield. Me, Kevin Nolan, Scott Parker. I mean, it's going to just be brilliant. The three <laughs> of us were already around. But actually, Allardyce went with those three until we so- yeah, sold yeah. until we sold Parker. Parker he went, went with those three. And uh, um, it, was, it was sort of interesting. Uh, he has always found a way back in. You yeah. know, every time you think... Um, Noble is finally going to sort of slightly fall off the bottom. Yeah, he's he's back in. And but do you know, know what? Though, he... from, from a West Ham point of view, isn't it nice to have that constant there? That young yeah. lad mm, who's come mm. up and he's still in the team. Yeah, yeah, and he's taking the penalties. He's captaining the team. And, yeah, you know all the things that he's been doing. And he, he's someone who you've seen. I still remember him jumping on Bobby Zamora's back in the Preston yeah, playoff yeah. final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, he's just as an excited West Ham fan yeah, as yeah. a kid that he was so happy to see his score, and, and here he is. He's, no, he's a constant, that Arsenal he? game. He's a constant, but he, he does do some astonishingly <laughs> thick things, such he does as the Norwich. drive a lot of people around uh, me nuts. The Norwich sometimes. first goal. Yeah. And he'd actually threatened to do that three or four times against Newcastle mm. as well, but they, they were just not good enough to take advantage. Yeah. yeah. The Norwich guy nipped in, didn't he? But Yes. So You're saying we've got to cut the ties, Jacob? Well, no. No, it's just I think that you sometimes are going to have to go um, head over heart at some point with him when they're all yeah. fit, possibly. Yeah. Well, he took him off on, uh, against Palace, didn't he? Yeah. Took him off uh, mm. fairly early. Which is like, that's well, let's the... face it, Slavin Bilic isn't going to suffer fools gladly, is not he? No. Uh, Malfatano learned that lesson very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, and I mentioned the Europa League run with St. Kevin Nolan out there, and it's like, okay, Kev, you've done your job, we're out the Europa League. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's he's not going to be afraid to make the tough decisions when he needs to. No, no. No, it's good. It's good that there's a, you know, a kind of a variety of skills on the bench. You know, mm. Antonio's going to be on the bench and that's, you know, pace from what we've heard of uh, how he played at Forest. It's yeah. kind of pace, muscular, stuff like that. Zerati... As you know, as I say, I think because he, he knows where the goal is, he's got he's got mm. a shot in him. As does Valencia. I mean, that's, mm. Valencia's got a cracking shot. I mean, that goal against Hull in the two-two yeah. Yeah. was fantastic, and his heading is great as well. It's mm. like you know, people sort of forget this is a twelve million pound player, and that actually in that spell where we played really well, you know, with the diamond and Downing at the tip and everything. Yeah. Sacco was scoring a lot of goals, Valencia less. But I think, you know, Valencia's part of what means that Sacco scores goals. Yeah. You know, it's like a, you know... Well, it's always that the what, way I think it all kind of fell apart, apart from Alex Song, P- 
picking up maybe that injury and mm. that, when he came back from Africa he completely went off the boil mm. and mm. downing as well Valencia and Sacco barely played with each other from November yeah. onwards no, having right. been yeah. absolutely superb mm. for two months and then yeah. because of injuries because of Carroll coming back and yeah. those two and the Africa Cup of Nations as well that whole situation mm. they barely played for, for from the end of the season as well I think Alados wasn't quite sure what to do them when he did have the two of them as you say once Carroll was back and yeah. it kind of missed the dynamic that the new dynamic that had been built up and yeah now that's perhaps something Slavon Bilic is going to have a better take on. Yes, um, yeah. It's going to be fun finding a, out. It's a fresh take on it, won't he? Mm. Um, and uh, Sam has a book out. Sam has a book out. And he's also <laughs> got a new club. Uh, it's, yeah, so, well, so it's kind of... You wouldn't have thought so from the amount of times he's talking <laughs> no, about West Ham all the time. Yeah, that's right. Extraordinary. <laughs> Sam, this is a Sunderland press conference. Oh, no, but come yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's, but it's sort of... Um, it feels like he kind of... In, in his kind of dead-eyed, pragmatic way, he's looked at other sort of sports biographies like Fergie's and said, you know, <laughs> you've got to dish the dirt a bit. That's one thing I've learned. You've got to dish the dirt because then people are intrigued and buy copies of the book. But what he doesn't seem to understand is you can't, you know, slag off the fans of, all, you know, the, the two biggest clubs he's, he's managed. Yeah. And that's going to be the people that buy that book. You know, Manchester mm. United are a global brand with fans in, you know, Southeast Asia who are going to buy copies of a book by Sir Alex Ferguson. Because I'm sure, I haven't read Alex Ferguson's book, but I'm fairly sure what he hasn't done is go, Manchester, <laughs> Manchester United fans, they're just, ah, oh, they're just shit supporters. They've got no idea what <laughs> football is. They're just idiots. You know, uh, I hated managing that club because of the fan, you know, because, and that's what makes him sell millions of copies of that book worldwide. The two biggest clubs we put, uh, that Sam's managed, one's Newcastle, who he only managed for eight months. Yeah. And, they, you know, they're not going to go, oh, a book by Sam Allen. I'm really looking forward to buying this book. <laughs> and, and the other biggest club that he managed for four years, he's just attacked the fans who aren't going to start buying the book for each other at Christmas. Imagine it's, getting that book for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, <laughs> the disappointment. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. By, by, by Christmas, it's going to be in the bargain buckets already, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But brace yourself, lads. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's sort of, it just seems a disastrous bit. It's, it's a, it, it is a slight it feels a little bit like Sam's approach to football in that he sort of bases a lot of his tactics yeah. on things he's read and statistics. He's probably about, got statistics on yeah, yeah. page 27. That's, yeah, got, yeah. that's got to be a bit it's of a joke in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And I can't see who is going to buy that book now he's insulted most of the demographic <laughs> of its kind of target audience. It's just, yeah. it's just bizarre. He's, I mean, Bolton fans, but, you know, there's not many of them. You know, <laughs> you know with the best will in the world, they're, they're not a global brand. There aren't sort of, you know, mm. thousands of people in Kuala Lumpur on a Saturday night going out with, with Bolton Wanderers shirts yeah. on, you know. And I love some of his fellow managers as well saying, well, he's got a book out. That's why it's like Rafa Benitez. Uh, yeah. When he sees uh, Sam said that it was Stephen Gerrard who won that game, it's not down to the manager, it's the players on the pitch and everything. And Rafa Benitez saying, yeah, and how many trophies did Sam Allardyce win? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's a... I might just have to buy it now. But I think you just—I think you've just got a sense of what it's like. I don't think, and you know, it's serialized anyway, isn't it? Mm. Uh, so you just get a kind of sense of what it's like. Really, everything's not his fault when things go wrong, and, <laughs> and everything's a triumph for him when when, yeah. when things go. I right. think he's taken on a very tough task at Sunderland. 
He's going to do very well to keep them up. I know. It's, got, it's got a lot of games, though, hasn't I, it? I, I did mean, love immediately. It was like, right, Sunderland, they're going to sign Nolan. They're going to sign Vaz Tay. <laughs> got Colton Cole, he hasn't got a club. It's like, yes, there's a common denominator here. Some players who Sam Allardyce have brought to the club have left the club and now don't have clubs. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, yes, they're only basically employed by Sam Allardyce. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if any of those players will go there. I'm surprised that Nolan hasn't got a captain. I thought I mean, Nolan could do him a job. He needs a captain. Yeah. We're, we're, um, Nolan, I mean, the one thing that with West Ham I was worried about with Nolan, of course, was getting goals. They were drying up, but he mm. was getting our goals from midfield, but in a selfish manner. Payet yeah. and Lanzini are getting goals in a very productive team frame. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we've not missed those Nolan goals well, at all. Payet's very proud of his, you know, uncharacteristically for someone who has an eye for goal, is very proud of his sort of assists statistics. Yeah. There was this, you know, quite famously, I think, in one of the first games of the season, he said to Kuyati before the game, oh, I'm going to... I'm going to set you up for a goal. Be ready. Be ready for when it happens. I'm going to set you up to score a goal. And he did. And Kiyati after the game went, he said he was going to do that. It's like extraordinary. And, uh, you know, someone who's kind of a, you know, proud, uh, you know, quite deliberately proud of their ability mm. to provide assists. You know, that's great. You know, mm. and uh, and he does. And actually, Valencia, Valencia, Sacco, and Downing. There were there, I think there was one match early on last season where Enna crossed for someone to score, and then they reciprocated and they crossed and Valencia scored. Might have, wasn't Hull. I can't remember one of the like the Liverpool or something. Um, and. Uh, yeah, it's a very good unit. Mm. That sort of uh, uh, sort of unit with mm. you know Moses Lanzini and Paye in it. Yeah, almost so. Moses at times is like the unnoticed one amongst all of mm. them. Mm. He's got some incredible skills, and as we've seen, he's got pace to burn as well. But well, it feels like every team he played for that came to Upton Park, you thought, "Fuck that, Moses is good." Mm. Always sort of seemed like yeah. a dangerous player. Didn't yeah, he? you always sort of thought, "Blimey." Mm. And it feels like he must be about 30, but uh, he's, <laughs> he's like 24, yeah. isn't he? Because he's been around for so long. He's been at so many clubs. Mm. It's like... Well, a lot of people like, didn't even know that he was still actually registered with Chelsea. No, Because no. he was going out on loan to everyone all the time, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, he was alone at Stoke, wasn't he? Mm. Um, before Chelsea, he was at Palace and... He started at Palace. Yeah. Wigan. Palace, Wigan. Wigan. Yeah, Palace, Wigan, Palace, Chelsea, Wigan, Stoke. Chelsea. Mm. Liverpool. Liverpool, yes, of course, he was at Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, so it's been like six teams. It sort of feels like kind of ten years, but mm. it's not. He's only 24. Extraordinary. Um, so, um, our next game is the Chelsea game. Uh, yeah. And we'll be back at home after a long time. You know, I sort of... Uh, we've got... We've played four times at home, haven't we? And we had the one victory, a draw, and two losses. So mm. it feels like the movement is up, uh, you know, um, um, because the two losses are a long way behind. Well, they were the first two games, weren't they? Yeah, at home. yeah. So we're, we're kind of getting there at home. It's like Bilic had a grand master plan for away, and it's clicked in straight away. Home, it's like, well, hang on, we can't be so adventurous. You've got to be prepared for teams to catch on the break. And the, I mean, like Norwich had so much space when they were. I don't know how mm. they managed to create so much space themselves. When you look at the Norwich, you got absolutely mullered at Newcastle the other day. Yeah, um, and that's we were obviously too gung ho. We just need to like contain the excitement a bit at home. Start off, you know, a bit more solid, and then sort of take it. Well, from this there, I think perhaps. will be the kind of game again where you would see that. 
mm. against. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Obiang starts because obviously Moses can't start on mm. sa- on yeah. Saturday because he's uh, lone tied or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think I wouldn't be surprised if I mean, you couldn't see many of the bench players apart from Obiang being the obvious. No, coming. I don't think you could see Zarate starting against Chelsea. No. Maybe he will. No. But again, you'd have to really reconfigure the side to get Carroll in there. Yeah. Same mm. with um, well, Yelovich, like, same with Valencia. Valencia it, it, having, just played, the left, yeah. having, having played some matches, uh, some minutes, sorry, last night, they, they, he's probably come into contention. But yeah. it's, a, it's a big game to I don't think chuck someone in. First league start the season no. against Chelsea. I think he'll probably be on the bench. So, yeah, I think, I, I think no... That's the team that more or less would have beaten um, uh, Liverpool with Kuyate, mm, yeah. Obiang, and Noble in the in the centre yes. in that game. So that sounded so good goes. when you said that, Jacob. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's yeah, the team yeah. that you know, we yeah. would beat Liverpool yeah, yeah. again. He's got a decision to make at centre back uh, centre back as well because Reed may well be back. Ob- yeah, was on the bench wasn't yeah. he? On um, I wasn't aware that uh, Reed was injured actually. Yeah, well, he was a doubt with a hip. It's, right, it's yeah. funny because Tompkins was quite positive about the return of the ginger Pele alongside him saying how mm. he, he talks a lot and he's really good uh, certainly he's a colossus when it comes to heading the ball clear yeah, and everything. yeah. it's almost like I'm, I'm sure he didn't mean to uh, slight <laughs> read on the side by the yeah, fact yeah. he was going on about how we love playing with uh, ginge but yeah. it's interesting because of course Tompkins has been playing right back as well as uh, yeah. central yeah, defender yeah. and it's the, the team with Tompkins in it performs very well, sort of, uh, at least uh, based on this season, you know, better than the team without him. I think Tompkins is a really good central defender. Yeah. I think he's, uh, and just, he's got a little bit extra in that he's better on the yeah. ball than he's, he's the best on the ball by far out of all of them. Mm. Uh, though we haven't seen all that much of. Uh, well, Abona uh, has, I think, has played yeah. well in the away games and yeah. not too well at home. Yeah, so. Tompkins, he's a bit uh, funny, isn't he? He's, uh, he doesn't quite get it. Sometimes you think he's totally reading the game and he can just take a pace forward and he's getting it. And then other times you think he's totally lost the pace of this mm-hmm. game and he's, he's like someone who stepped out of Serie A and he's like, oh, I don't know what's going on here. This is far too fast for me. Yeah, against against um, Leicester, was it Leicester? He was really caught out by yeah. the mistakes. They were stupid mistakes and you shouldn't, you know... Mm. You shouldn't, in a way, be expecting such stupid mistakes to happen. Like mm. Cresswell's just passes oh, to yeah. <laughs> just to Leicester players. Someone's <laughs> just passing the ball to a Leicester player, but he was really not equipped to respond. He just stood and watched it mm. unfold of Bonner. But then, you know, I mean, he, that was very early in the season, yeah. and he's been playing in Italy. So, you know. mm. um, we, we actually have to wrap this up fairly soon. So, uh, predictions? We predictions for the Chelsea game? Uh, West Ham win. Let's have win. Score? 3-1. Uh, 3-1. Three, one. Three, one. Jim? 6-0 to West Ham. 6 nil to Chelsea Hams. down to 10 men. Did you... <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to say this every game of the season, but my yeah. prediction for the, for the Liverpool game was uh, Liverpool nil, West Ham 3. Well, there we go. And, uh, oh. and uh, I got it right. Um, uh, so, but uh, I, I won't this time. No, I would, I being serious, uh, just to beat Chelsea... I mean, you know, I'm from an era of Chelsea of Doug Rupey and Mickey Droy fame. Uh, Clive Walker was perhaps their best yeah. player. This was a team that was yo-yoing up and down the divisions yeah. with, with us. Yeah. And then some Russian party's helicopter and everything changed. But I'm yes. still that old era where we should be beating Chelsea when we can. And this, yeah. this is an opportunity to beat them. So, Well, I'm going to go for... Uh, I'm going to go for... I'm going to go Asleep. for win as well. I'm going to go for, I'm going to go for win as well. I'm going to go for uh, 2-1. 2-1. 2-1. Uh, 
two on, I'm saying. Uh, so that's it. Those are our predictions. Uh, this has been Stop Hammer Time. Uh, with me being Jim Munro. Cheers, fellas. Steinberg. My Thank name's you. Phil Whelans. Come on, you irons. This show is brought to you in association with Labbooks. Just click the link on the description to the show, sign up and get a free bet up to £50 when you enter the promo code LAD50. Go on, do it. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.